I almost made a really stupid decision. Do you want to hear? I do. A really stupid mistake. Mm-hmm. My camera was flipped around backwards. Okay. And so I almost and hit record, and I probably wasn't going to notice that it was recording just the recording wall. Because I don't look at myself so in the funny. camera; I just look at right. you. So like, yeah. it was just it was just Dude. the the picture. I'll, I'll flip it around for the people. Oh, I can't do it while it's recording. Never mind. Um. There we go. You shouldn't be able to, at least. There is a. Uh, there's just a picture of a boat behind the computer. <laughs> just a. Boats. Just me and my nautical friend, my nautical podcasting friend. We have a we have a very boat themed house. I don't know if you noticed this when you visited. Did you notice that? Oh, I noticed. I noticed everything. You noticed when everything. I was there. <laughs> mm-hmm. What did you notice about my house? Um, that the couch that I slept on was a little bit too short for my long body. But wasn't it comfy? No, not no, not worse night. Not in a not in a lengthwise, but like in a sitting wise, <laughs> it's pretty comfy couch, huh? Yeah, if I was sitting, now that I think about it, the couch that I had to sleep on, if I had sat on it, would have been really comfortable. Yeah, it's a very comfortable couch <laughs> to sit on. Not a very comfortable couch to sleep on, I can't imagine. No, no. Nick's fun. Nick's that, friends sleep on those missed. cushions when they come, when they come and visit. Mm, Nick, that's good. My, br- and my I'm brother. I'm sure they get cleaned in between each time. Oh, oh yes. Oh my gosh. My, my mom is very thorough. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I would never clean a cushion. You couldn't pay me to clean a cushion. Really? <laughs> you come to my house, you see me cleaning cushions, shoot me, because it means they the feds did something to my brain. She does. She does make them put sheets <clears throat> down. I mean, she put sheets down when when you slept on it. I don't recall. Yeah, she I did. Was intoxicated. One when when Nick's <laughs> from the moment you got there <laughs> at one p.m. <laughs> the whole time, the whole trip. Nino Nino walked <laughs> from the airport. Did he tell you about that? That's. The airport is so far. Not that one. The other one. <laughs> oh. The Melbourne one. He walked from the Melbourne airport to my house. But you can you okay. can walk that from the Melbourne sense. airport to my house. Sure. It's great because we live in we live like five minutes from the airport, but the planes take off east and west, and we live north of the airport, so we never get the planes uh, flying overhead, but we get the yes. close proximity. So it's good. Mm, I love a good prox. Oh yeah, dude, it's huge. Yeah, it feels feels good, man. Alright, you came to the right place, you ding dong. It's called communication, baby. <laughs> Welcome to Dr. Ethan's Dating Corner, where we solve all of your ailments as long as they are risfections. It's your boy, Patrick. And I'm Dr. Ethan. Rizfections? Yeah, it's like an infection, but with riz, it's like you don't have... Mm. Well, I guess that'd be a good thing. Maybe it's like a rizectomy? A rizostomy? Rizectomy is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For all of your rizectomies. Yeah, we, we... If you've gotten a rizectomy, we give you a riz replacement. A riz placement surgery. Uh-huh. Yeah. And some replacement surgeries are faulty and you can be a part of a class action settlement and you just <laughs> just call this number now and you'll get you can be a part of the riz the number uh, on the back the, of the, the game the, boy you can be a part of the riz duration of your funds i can't you know what i'm saying this is the game boy from the last episode um did you know that nintendo nintendo just has an 800 number on the back of this yeah that just anyone can call Someone call 1-800-255-3700 and tell me what happens. Report back in the Discord what happens when you call yeah. that number. 
Dude, okay, I, did you sorry, go ahead. Before no, before we move on, I want to I we'll get to that. Okay. Before we move on, there's an episode of the My Brother, My Brother and Me television show, highly underrated. Uh-huh. If you've never watched it, you gotta watch it because it's it's really funny. Mm-hmm. But um I think it's the best thing they've ever done. But there's an episode where they are trying to I think either start or join a secret society, one of the uh-huh. two. Like they're yeah. trying to get connected with a secret society. And so they get on the phone and <laughs> they call the Freemasons. <laughs> so Travis is on the phone and he goes, is this the Masons? And they're all in a van. And so Justin and Griffin are just losing their minds. They're laughing so hard. <laughs> and he's like, "How? who would I need to talk to to like get to be a part of the Knights Templar? Oh, you can transfer me? Okay, so then he's like talking to the Knights Templar about like the Holy Grail just all over the phone through like an 800 number that they found on Google. And it's, it's just a really funny scene. But it's insane that you yeah. can just you can just call these people. They just did have you, offices. Did you call the that revolution number that will I be sent televised. you? The number that you sent Do me. you remember this? You're going to have to be so, okay. more specific so because as you, you know, sent me a lot of stuff. As you know, I do a lot of cold calls. All right. Mm-hmm. And I've had some crazy cold calls in my life. I've had a cold call where I was referred, I was told to call someone. I, a man told me to call a woman who was in charge of the business. I mentioned mm-hmm. her name and she told me that she had recently filed a restraining order against that guy and that I had technically violated a restraining order by that's trying cool. to. Yep, that's crazy. Um, day so you do that. that's wild. And um, this was the, this is the crazy, it's happened several times. So I was trying to call this nursing home facility and mm-hmm. the number that I had was a wrong number. And okay. because I had it written down, I called it twice because I, I didn't, mm-hmm. I never replaced the number with the correct one. It I went call to the profane it, Santa Claus uh, voicemail where he like <laughs> swears at you. No. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I have no idea what this was, but it was like, hi, you've, you've reached Kyle. If you're trying to talk to Chet or Brad, you have the wrong number. In fact, I don't even know how you had this number. I can't come to the phone right now because I'm too busy hacking into the mainframe or something. It's like, <laughs> wow. it's ridiculous. And he's like, it's it's like a two minute long voice message. Oh, and the, the second or third time it happened, I screenshot and I sent it to you and I was like, I am telling you, call this number. Call it right now. Okay. So when I do want to call it. When, when, when you get the chance, call the number because man, it is so funny and he's never picked Dude, up. He's never picked that's up. That's so smart. That's such a great way to keep people from leaving voicemails is to just have like a super long outgoing message. I need to record. Imagine just like having like three minutes of stand up material. You're just, you're just riffing. (laughs) (laughs) That's so great. That's great. I should write some jokes for my, uh, probably not super professional, but it would prevent the, the backlog of voicemails that pile up in my, in my inbox. Um, Patrick, do you know what's happening as people are listening to this? We are on a plane. We're airborne, oh, baby. Oh, boy. We're on a plane. <laughs> Holy shit. Dude, I'm so... Oh. My favorite activity over the last two weeks has just been simply reminding Patrick that we're going to the Holy Land. Because every time, it's as if I'm like reminding him that his grandmother is dead. Because he just melts. He's just like, oh, no. Oh, <laughs> I can't do it. Well, I, I feel a little better because I made the biggest sale of my life. 
um, a couple of days ago. So that was, I, for those of you who don't know, I was on a huge, a huge dry spell with sales and it was not good because it was like, it was like, it was like three weeks. It really wasn't that long. It was a, it was over a month. Oh, some of us went a year without any sales. Didn't there? That's fair. Job. That's fair. But my so, sales cycle is shorter than commercial real estate. That's true. Commercial yeah. big buildings, big cycles. It's true. Um, so anyway, yeah, it was, it was tough. Cause I went from, I went from top earner in April, top earner in March, in, in May, $0 in June, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I did good. I made, I made a really so good sale. So yeah. now you're rich or no. like you no, have, I made, you're wealthy. Like no. explain to me like what's, what your situation is now. So my, my situation is I know that I can still do it. <laughs> so it's encouraging. Okay. And so, so biggest, I'm biggest sale. Are you buying? You buying anything? I'm buying a yacht. I think. Okay. Now, now we're talking. So, so I'm gonna try. I'm sale. gonna try and get another. I'm gonna try and get another sale in here before the week is out, so I can mm. hop on the pilgrimage with some. Cause like I'm not doing any. I'm 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 not gonna be doing anything in the week leading up to the pilgrimage, like Monday, Tuesday. You know, it's like I might have yeah, meetings. Like, what are we gonna get done? Yeah. And it's I like, gotta go shop. I gotta go to REI. That's what I gotta do Monday too. Buy some outdoor some, pants. I got some outdoor pants. Some z- yeah. some pants with the zipper on them. Yeah. Uh, some tearaway joggers. You know. <laughs> some. <laughs> I don't know. You know some uh, breathable I just found socks. Out that my, my Lululemon pants have a hole in the crotch, so that might be coming with us to the pilgrimage. Good. I don't know just if that's to leave allowed. it there. In, in Jerusalem to have a hole in your crotch, but, uh, you know, oh, geez. Yeah. One can so presume. But anyway, I'm, so I'm, we're going on this trip. I'm we're, going for the, you're gold. probably, that's probably this? in, in the air right now. If you're listening to yeah. this, if so you're like, listening to we're this flying on to, to JFK and, uh, Oh man, it's going to be great. Stay I, tuned. What I really want you to do is if you don't follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash the crunch cast, we're going to be posting, documenting, cartographing, doing everything we can to bring you along with us and it's going to be great. So make sure you follow us on Instagram. On the, the way Coast. on the way back, we're going to take a selfie. It's like it took Moses 40 years. It took us 11 days. Yeah. <laughs> I I have an I have bus. a <laughs> I have a really good idea for once we get there and this might not go well. But we like take a picture and the caption is having a blast at the Gaza strip. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought about I thought about walking into Jerusalem and loudly going, "Why isn't this the capital of Israel?" <laughs> <laughs> what is the capital of Israel? Tel Aviv. No way. It's one of the most controversial parts about the Holy Land is that See, Jerusalem is not the capital. I don't know anything about the whole yeah. political thing over there. You know, so it's like I just the, know that if you're an American, you're probably going to be okay because yeah. Donald Trump kind of protects us you know yeah. from the israelis the spirit the spirit of trump yeah the israelis don't attack us no the israelis don't attack yeah. us because america is their greatest ally that's the that's yes. just the bar the bare minimum yeah yeah yeah. so we should be safe it's this the same reason it's us. the same reason why i'm recording in this room right now yes what <laughs> i'm i'm what sean's biggest ally he would never attack oh, me. oh <laughs> i see yes he is my like, i've been worried it was more like, oh, you're going to like, you're, it's not going to be safe because you're going to the Middle East, you know? And it's like, well, it's like, it's basically like going to Canada. It's like a, it's like, you know how Canada is a snow desert. It's just like an actual desert. You know, it's the only difference. 
and the yeah, prime the minister is not doesn't do blackface. That's the big. <laughs> Everything else, pretty much the same. Man, two blackface references in one week episodes. Jeez. I know it just. I yeah. mean, maybe if it didn't happen so much, we wouldn't have to report <laughs> good, on it. That's a good point. Like in the nineties too. Like that's you weird. Know, it's like how dare the pillar keep reporting on this clergy sex abuse scandal? It's like maybe, well, maybe it's yeah, just. It um, Maybe it's because it happens to Yeah, me. I was talking to my dad about it today, and he was like, uh, he was "Blackface? Like, like, no, he was like, why are we, <laughs> why are we staying in a hotel that's like twenty minutes away from our other hotel?" And I was like, "I think it's because it's on the other side of a secure border." And he was like, "We're not gonna be crossing any borders." I was like, "Dad, there's a ton of borders." He's like, "There's a border crossing." I'm like, "Yeah, through. there's a ton of borders." Quite a few there's, borders. Yeah. There's, 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 it's like, it's like going, going from state to state for us there is like going from county to county here is easy going from country to country there is common and difficult there's gonna be a guy yeah. with an uzi and a little beret coming on and looking at us and making sure none of us are i'm really glad our wives aren't gonna be there for that <laughs> why because you think that the 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 men with the uzis would take umbrage with them no i think that the i think that the 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 mothers of our sons would be un would be uncomfortable with large men with automatic weapons yeah, walking you can't up to shoot them. A, you can't shoot a baby. You know what I mean? Like no, we you got, can't. We got, <laughs> you can't. And I'm not saying I'm using my son as a human shield. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying <laughs> is, is that these guys are gonna would look at our families and say, "Oh, it's a nice family, man," and they would not shoot us. And they'd pat they'd pat Leo on the head, and yeah, and he would look at him and go like he calls everybody. He would go dog, and he would go, "What you calling me a dog?" <laughs> Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> An international incident has arisen. That's not good. Uh, yeah, I I think <laughs> I think it's going to be fine. Um, I'm really I'm uh, so I, we also probably should address the fact that we're not really going to be recording any episodes for sure, and not really uploading anything for sure while we're gone. So for the next two weeks, it's going to be very because mm, <laughs> we're going to be gone for eleven days. So uh, who knows? <laughs> Who knows? But bear I don't with even us. know. We're I don't gonna... even know when Sunday and Wednesday is gonna be. You know, I was like, right. Like, it was five I, we're p.m. Be... the other day, and I was like, what time is it in Israel? And it was midnight. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. But whatever. The cool thing about it, since we're traveling against the sun, right? We're going <laughs> east. We we actually. So like you know how if you go to the west, right? You leave like you can fly out of a city at like six a.m. And arrive in a city at like six thirty, you know, because yeah. of the time change, three hour yeah. flight. So you kind of you 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 go back in time, in a certain sense. As we fly east, by the time we get to Tel Aviv, we're going to be like thirty five, because we've <laughs> gone so far forward. I think. So we're going to have to be prepared by the, when we get off the plane. We're going to feel a little bit older, a little yeah. bit wiser. We're going to have you know some mileage. On yeah. our bones and joints, mm-hmm. and I just need you to be prepared for that. I've been, I'm wait. worried. That's I can't, that's my I can't biggest wait. fear. I can't wait to get really nostalgic about Christian ska. <laughs> and that's not targeted at anybody. No, <laughs> just two people that we know that talk about that. Oh boy. Anyway, uh, this is the dating corner. We're not here to talk about the pilgrimage. No. We're here to answer no. people's dating questions. We're yeah. here to be the doctor and the nurse practitioner, nurse practitioner. Uh, and it's going to be great. Do you have a question for us? Lined up, uh, ready no, they're go. not loaded up. I was, I was just, oh, I, was no. pre- I was preparing to talk about 
myself. Oh no, I'm sorry. Um, oh, you can you can talk about yourself. What's going on? I'm doing I'm doing one carry on, no check bag. That's what I'm doing. Oh, same. Yeah. I'm I'm bringing like two pairs of shorts and like three socks, and I'm just <laughs> gonna keep rewearing. <laughs> I, I texted our not, no. Let me be clear. Not three pairs of socks. <laughs> I'm bringing three socks. You're gonna rotate them like tires. Uh-huh. One on, one on, one on. <laughs> I am. You put it on the left foot one day, and the right foot the next, and then you rotate right, it. So off. it gets it even wear. You know, That's it doesn't funny. get too. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. Yeah. Oh geez. Okay. So topic corner. All right. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, we're scrolling up to. Okay, July seventh. That's yep. Here we go. All right. This question comes from Instagram. You can go to Instagram at the Crunchcast, and you can see us hit 10k this week, which is crazy. By the time you're listening to this, we're probably already at 10k. If we're not, yeah. I'll eat my hat. Uh, because we've been we've been growing. You never. I'll eat my new my new hat that I'm gonna buy in an outdoor store here in the coming days. I already have a hat. Live it's a straw on hat. Instagram. Instagram live from the JFK airport. Get ready. Get ready. Hey there. Dating question hey. for y'all. What's when up? is the right time to disclose a less than ideal sexual past? Right now. <laughs> Sorry. I think women are used to hearing that from the guy they're dating, but it seems less common that the man in the relationship has successfully remained absent while the woman is not. Maybe I'm wrong about that. You are. Mm, you are wrong. I yeah. don't know if you know this, but you are not the only woman who has ever wanted to have sex with someone. So this happens right. to some people. Yes, yes. Despite what society tells you. Yeah. It happens. Uh, is that the whole question? Is there more? Is that the whole That's question? That's the whole question. Yeah. Dang. Um, we should talk about this because it is obviously this. I'm sure other women are in this position. They're thinking mm-hmm. it is more socially acceptable for a man to not be a virgin than for a woman. So what do I do, right. Dr. Ethan? Uh, man, I think it's. Well, so the first question is, when do you disclose? And I don't think that you need to disclose anything about yourself before you are ready. I don't think. There's no, there's no time limit. It's not, yeah. oh, if you haven't talked about this, this, and this by three months or six months or a year, then your relationship is at risk or you're, you're never, lying to your partner or whatever. Like, that's just not true. You're never going to be as bad as the trans guy who waited until they were almost married. Oh, so you're, as long man. as you disclose it before that, you're fine. How did he get the ring over the knuckle? I just, I, I just have so. How I still am curious. Know? How did he, he didn't not notice know? the little hair on the knuckle? The, the little, little hair on the nails? knuckle when you slide the ring over, like when you go in to get it sized, and the guy pulls out the men's rings. Like, how do you not know? How do you, how not, do you notice? not know? How do you not notice? <sighs> Kadir John or the guy or that guy? Who knows? Who knows who had it worse? Um, you only have to disclose when you're ready. That might not be until you're engaged. Mm. You know, like you you're not like being married to someone. This might sound controversial. Doesn't mean you have to tell them everything about yourself. You know what I mean? Like you, you like you need to go and be honest in confession. Like you can't hold anything back from God because God knows everything. But, and there might be a part of, you know, your spiritual director might tell you something or like maybe just common sense or prudence might tell you like, Hey, I need to share this with my partner at some point. Mm -hmm. You know, I need to share this with my husband, my wife, my girlfriend, my boyfriend, my fiance 
at some point, but if you're never comfortable sharing it, like hopefully by the time you get married, you feel comfortable sharing it. That's the ideal, but it might not be. And that's okay. It might take time, but there's no, there's no rule that you have to like lay it all out, you know, at a certain point before, so that then you can get engaged because now you know everything about each other. I think especially Gen Z, like younger millennials, I think there's a big maybe fetishization of the, oh, they know everything about me, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. And then that makes the breakup super hard because it's like they know a bunch of stuff about you that like yeah. you probably never should have told them, you know? And, and so they'll use, they'll use that. If they're, we, if they're malicious, they might use it. Right. It's not great, but. So I would say just like there's, the the time is right when you feel ready to share. And I would hope that you feel comfortable sharing it to your fiance. I would hope that you feel comfortable sharing it to your husband or to your wife. But uh, I think if they truly love you and you truly love them, then there's a way where it can be worked out. Even if you're a woman and it's socially stigma, whatever if the guy really loves you. He doesn't care about the social stigma. If he starts bringing things up, like if he says the words body count, then he probably, it's, it's yeah. he probably is not worth continuing with. Yeah. <laughs> in my opinion. Um, cause if he really loves you, it's like, I'm just imagining in my relationship and I'm sure for you, Patrick as well, if our current wives came to us one day and said, after we've been dating or engaged and they said, Hey, this is my past. I would say, okay, thank you for telling me. Doesn't really change how I feel about you. You yeah. know, like it doesn't really, like I still love, like you're not, mm-hmm. you're still the same person that I fell in love with and I yeah. am choosing to love. Like love is a choice, not like a perfect set of things that happen and then it just yeah works without a hitch so yeah i don't know yeah most of the most of the men who have problems with that have never um loved a woman so it doesn't really matter what they think right it'd be like saying like hey um back in the day i used to get really angry every day and say really hateful things to people it's like okay you don't do that now you know, back in the day, I used to be really gluttonous and I would just eat and eat and eat. Okay. You don't do that now, you know? So it's just yeah. like, it, it's, I it's important. I probably would not to, have dated you then. <laughs> right. It's like, yeah, it's yeah. maybe important to know because if you still have like temptations or struggles or memories or trauma or whatever, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, have that person help work through it with you. But I don't know. It's like, it doesn't, if they really love you, it doesn't matter. And if yep. they don't really love you, then you'll figure it out pretty quick. going to be easy. Thanks yeah. for the question. That's a hard question That's to a ask. great question. It is a really hard one. Yeah. Oh, nobody's like crying in their car right now. Hey, you're, you're, you still have dignity. You know, don't listen to the toothpaste analogy. They're silly. I don't want to talk about. No, um, no duct tape in this podcast. No duct tape in this podcast. Was the oxytocin thing even true? Which, what oxytocin thing? The, um... The oxytocin is sticky and it loses its stickiness if you have sex with too many people. I'm sure if you have sex with too many people, it's not good for you. But I don't know if it makes you incapable of loving again. No, I don't think it does. I think because if that were true, then like, I don't know. By the time you're five years in with your wife, you'd be like, eh. you know, which is just like not true. No, you no, no. I mean? they, it was, they were like, no, it's about one specific person. Like you bond to that one specific person. Yeah, we're not this. We're not. No. I don't think you bond. What do you mean bond? 
Yeah, not, I don't know how. The, I don't know if that's this how isn't, hormones this isn't work. Pandora, and we're not, you know, getting a special flying mount that we need yeah. to bond with with our USB sticks that come out of our butt. Like that's not. That's so silly. Also, my favorite bit to run when Emma was pregnant, because oxytocin is also the thing that that happens when the baby's born, right? Mm-hmm. I I kept calling it oxycontin whenever I was in front of like doctors or nurses. <laughs> So I'd be like, so when does the Oxycontin come out? <laughs> we get so mad. She's like, no, that's, I'm not doing Oxy. There's Oxytocin. I'd be like, oh, like I would pretend oh, to get oxytocin. it every time. Oxytocin, okay. Oxytocin, oh, okay. <laughs> and then the new nurse walks in. Hey, do you have the Oxycontin? That <laughs> was just funny. That's really oh, good. Man. That's good. Yeah, it is. It is good. Oh, geez. It's like you can use that for every kid, you know, let's every single one. I don't know. Let's just put that in the filing cabinet. So the Oxycontin wasn't as powerful last time. Is it going to be better this mm-hmm. time? More right. potent. My wife needs more uh, like Oxycontin. Oxycontin. Is there a way that you can? Is there a way that you yeah, can? Yeah, she's like, kind of, she kind of like yeah. needs it. Yeah. You know? It would kind of be wrong for you not to give it to us. So like <laughs> pony up. And like it maybe like maybe she like can't take it like she's sleeping right now so like maybe she can get something like put it in a bottle like for me and like I'll take it I'll take you know? it and then, for her and then I'll like like a little pelican I'll just like it into her you know like <laughs> from across the room yeah like <laughs> yeah so just yeah do that and I'll like if you see me leaving without her it's I'm just going to the car real quick like I just not a big deal also do you know where I can get a lot of like cough syrup <laughs> sorry okay move on. <laughs> Asking the doctor as she's helping your wife give birth, like, hey, do you have any weed? <laughs> oh, that would be so I could never do that because Emma would be so mad at me. But honestly, it might be it might be the funniest thing I ever do if I get the chance. Like as the baby is coming out, like, hey doctor, you got any weed? <laughs> Oh and then when gosh. the doctor says no, you'd be like, do you want something? <laughs> I feel like we should, I feel like we kind of, we like need this. Right we now. earned yeah. this together, you know? The, like, funniest, the funniest part is that our, our OB that we use is like super Catholic, like mm-hmm. crazy faithful woman, you know, all these things. And so it would just be like, it would be so out. Cause she's only known me as like a good Catholic husband who was like there mm-hmm, for his mm-hmm. wife and all these things. And so then. Just randomly, like the third kid, you know, I do that. Oh, it would be so funny. That's great. Oh man, I put I'm putting that in the filing cabinet. I'm saying <laughs> put it put that in your filing cabinet and smoke it. All right, All right. Next dating question. corner anonymous. This one comes from anonymous. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of the Crunch. Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this. Navigating marriage as a spouse processing diagnosed PTSD. Okay. Um, so actual PTSD, so not internet mm-hmm. PTSD, from being raised right. in a fire and brimstone homeschool rad trad, all the bad parts, mm. etc. I work mm-hmm. at a church and love Jesus when I raise my kids Catholic, but, mm-hmm. oh, okay. So he is, he works at a church, loves Jesus, wants to raise his kids Catholic. His wife is a sp- processing diagnosed PTSD from being raised in an abusive religious household or community. Um, I want to respect her and not trigger her. What do I do? Okay. Exposure therapy. I'm just kidding. 
Take her to uh, a Steubenville conference. Just kidding. Yeah. Um, get her enrolled at Franciscan University. Yeah. And uh, Rutgers. Find her a different cult. Get her at Rutgers. Yeah. <laughs> the problem with recording episodes back to back is we do too many cross episode references. I know, which is good because then people, they like listen to this one, but not the last one. Then they go back and it, it increases. Oh, our, yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. it's like leaving a little trail of breadcrumbs. It's like Taylor Swift writing her albums. People decipher. They have to decode what we're saying. Because we're so cryptic. This joke is about Luke and Gomer. <laughs> you can tell because the first letter of each word spells out <laughs> old. Scott. I don't know. <laughs> oh. It's just... um, okay, so I don't... This this is hard because this is like a serious diagnosed yeah. issue. You know, mm-hmm. like I would recommend getting like a family therapist if you can find one like a couple's yeah. family like someone who's trained in family counseling ptsd marriage relationships that type of stuff there yeah. are like really solid non weird catholic <laughs> counseling groups out yeah. there like divine mercy university has been pumping out all kinds of people who have like great experiences so mm-hmm. i would i would look into that because you for something like this like a guy on the internet who doesn't know you and doesn't know your situation, doesn't know your wife, doesn't know your kids, doesn't know anything about you. Like there's very little that we can say. Like I understand that there's maybe sometimes a temptation to like Google, you know, it's like, Oh, can Mm -hmm. I, can I find an answer to this? And if you can find one, great. But for things like this, like there's a certain level of like work and effort required to like start a healing process. And it can't just be like, what do I do? It's like, my answer is love your wife and serve her every day. But like, I don't know anything. Like, I don't know any techniques about what to do if someone's PTSD flares up, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know anything about that. Right. So it's like, the only thing I can tell you is the stuff that you probably already know and that you probably already do, which is like, be a self-sacrificing person, work hard to love your family, love your kids really well, Mm -hmm. you know, listen to her, pay attention to her needs. Don't, you know, don't blame her for things like all the things that you probably would do anyway, just do that. But like for things for this specific situation, I just talk to a priest, talk to someone who's trained. Cause yeah. I, I don't think, I don't think I have a doctorate, but like not that kind <laughs> of doctorate. Yeah. No, it's yeah. like, it's like they're good. Therapists will let you sit in for a session or two and like talk together and have kind of a couple session. Even if it's not like a family therapist, she's going to see a therapist. You can usually like jump in and it would be good for you to be there. Not, not because you need therapy too, but like, I mean, if you're, if your spouse is dealing with something like that mental health, it's going to drag on your peace as well, you know? And so it's helpful to talk to somebody probably without her, but also with her. So that you guys mm-hmm. are on the same page because you're the most important person in her life. She's the most right. important person in yours. Um, and so, like, if you're the therapist should be willing to at least speak with both of you so that you know what, like, coping mechanism she's using, what kind of actual, like, what symptoms. Because PTSD can mean anything, you know, whatever it's, reaction. Yeah, it could, mean a, lot of different stuff, it could yeah. mean a fight or flight response or both, you know. So, like... Mm-hmm. It could mean she shuts down. It could mean that she experiences flashbacks, right? Like, it could be anything. And so you got to, like, know what happens and what those things mean and what you can do or cannot do about them. And so it would be helpful right. for you to both be there, whether it's, like, a specific family therapist or just a regular session with her existing therapist. Yeah. 
I would also suggest making sure you have a strong group of male friends that are kind of removed from the situation, not so that you can like talk crap on your wife or, um, you know, like have a place to just vent all the time, but it's important to have solid relationships outside of your marriage because when one, one person is very up and down, right. Or it's not, uh, or struggling with something, then you, the normal emotional support that you might get from that spouse is probably limited. And so you need emotional support from other places. You probably shouldn't get it from other women generally, uh, because that's not good. So you need to have, and you can't put it all on your kids either. And so you kind of have to get some adult friends older than you, same age as you different stages of life, same stage of life, just like a good mix of people that you can go to and say, Hey, you know, can can we just get a beer or can we go you know play some basketball or like can we do something and then just tell your wife like it's really important so that i can love you really well that i have this you know once every couple of weeks um and go and do that and make that a priority so yeah it's a that would be another thing that you can do outside of the confines of specific ptsd stuff cool good advice yeah. dr that's, that's tough that's hard man good questions this week great questions these are like this is like the real stuff normally it's like i wake a girl and i don't know what to do i don't know what to do okay please <laughs> don't know what to do. can you please tell me to ask her out i cannot do it i do not i'm currently two days away from being ordained a priest but i saw a woman look at me and i don't know what to do <laughs> he said he like forrest gump writes into our podcast uh that guy said he's going to become a patron did you see that mm-hmm that's awesome. I think everybody who an- gets a- questions answered on the podcast should become a patron. I think for the we most part, we shouldn't make it a requirement, but we should make it like a social stigma that, like, if you don't, then we like bully you. <laughs> yeah, we tell you that you. Yeah, we give you, you really don't good advice. Know. We give you really good advice, and then we ostracize you. Yeah, yeah. You don't. You don't know what Pokemon Fire Red is. You don't know yeah, that it's a Charizard. Get out of mm-hmm. here. Yeah, a little cross um, okay. episode reference. Cross there. episode reference. Go go yeah. with the breadcrumbs. Um, mm-hmm. Hello there. This question hey. looks good. Hello there. I've gotten myself into a bit of a pickle. No. Recently, I got back into contact with a guy friend who's active in a young adult community I started going to. We made out and went on a couple oh. of dates with him hey. ending things because he prefers Great to just work. be friends. Oh. Wait, what? Yeah. He, we made out and went on a couple of dates with him ending things because he prefers to just be friends. Dang, that's crazy. His mouth is saying one thing, but his tongue is saying another. Jeez. <laughs> Sorry, is that too much? Sometimes you with the armpit hair and then with the tongue comments, it's like you, you, the way that you talk about the body makes me uncomfortable. At <laughs> it makes me, I don't want to have one. Especially at 9.52 p.m. on a Wednesday. I got to go work tomorrow. And you're talking about, you're you're talking to me about tongues. I don't like it. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, He prefers to just be friends. Okay. Uh, This conversation was had over text. Golly. Dude. Obviously things, obviously things are going to be awkward when I see him next. But I guess just looking for advice on how to minimize that awkwardness. You've done nothing wrong. (laughs) Don't say a name. Oh, sorry. Um, home girl. Make up a name. Home girl. How about uh, Alice? How about a good name. Alice. I was going to say Ellis. Alice. Oh, Alice. I thought you meant Ellis, like the island. And I was like, Statue of Liberty, Liberty right? This. <laughs> yeah. 
um, Alice. Jeez. Did you see her with Uncle Sam? Crazy. I'm sure that it, that exists somewhere, but I don't really want to see it. <laughs> um, how do you, so the question is, is how do I deal with this guy that I made out with and went on dates with that told me that he just wanted to be friends? Um, I mean, you could slash his tires, you know, you could yeah. dig your keys into the side of his pretty little souped up four wheel drive. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, oh man, that's frustrating. Um, cause especially it sounds like you kind of still like him and he just doesn't like you. And so the hard reality for a situation like that, where you like someone, you went on some dates, you had some physical affection, um, and they just decide that they don't want to reciprocate that anymore. Maybe because they realized, and this has happened to me, you know, like I've been in these situations like way back where I went on some dates with someone and then I just realized like, I, this isn't really yeah what I thought it was, you know, not because there's anything wrong with the woman, but just, it just doesn't make sense. And that can be like really difficult on both sides. I think this happens to a lot of people. And so I think this is just maybe might be awkward. I think you'd be friendly. You don't, you're under no obligation to like talk to him. You're under no obligation to maintain any type of friendship or relationship with him. Uh, you can just kind of move on. And that would be what I would suggest is keep going to the young adult group, but like, let him know that you're happy. Let him know you're doing well. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. like to be, be cute, dress up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Make him regret it. No, I'm just kidding. Make him, make him regret it. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I would say use yeah. your beauty to punish him. <laughs> <laughs> you, I mean, you can do that if you oh, want to. Man. I don't actually recommend that. But no, I mean, don't because obviously it, she's attracted to him, and so if she right, attracts him, it's just then if it end then if poorly. it works, yeah, it'll be not good. It's so not going to be actually. Good, yeah. Actually, maybe be like ugly, like make him be like glad for his decision. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Why are you taking on this affectation? I don't understand. <laughs> This is like when this is like in BoJack Horseman when Todd joined the Latin Kings. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, but it sounds like something I would do. <laughs> Ethan Stevie joins the Latin Kings in prison. He joins yeah. the Mexican Dude, gang. Would, All right. I would love I would love that. They would love me. <laughs> Honestly? Yeah. Cuz my when I was in high school Spanish. They they'd call you El Gringo Gordo. The fat white guy. <laughs> yeah, it'd be ironic because I'm, I'm you know? super skinny. When I was in high school and I was in Spanish too, my teacher, Miss Marsh, came up to me and she was a white lady and she said, "Hey, I think you should come to Uruguay with us." And I said, "No, what? No." Let me say it again no. in Spanish. No, <laughs> I'm going to Disney World with the band. I'm not going to Uruguay with the Spanish club. And she's like, well, I just think you're really good at Spanish and you'd pick up the language and all these things. And now I'm thinking like, maybe I should have gone and I should have picked up the language, you know, and maybe I would have. How long were they planning on sending you to Uruguay? <laughs> I don't know. They just left us there. Because <laughs> if, it's it's if it's a school trip, you're not going to pick up much. It's just a week, you know? It's no, like, that's what I'm saying. I don't I don't know what she thought. It was like, like a $3,000 like, trip. I was like, yeah. where, where am I going to get that money, Shelly? First of all, first of all, that's not bad. It's not bad, but still, we, was, we did we did New York for three thousand dollars. That's a lot. Sure, I was, but I was like fifteen. You want me to go home and tell my parents, like, hey, 
three grand. Like, I don't know. I guess I could have worked, but I don't know. It just, it didn't make any sense, but I think I would be a very good, uh, Hispanic. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> you know what? I'm with you on that. Usually I'm antagonistic on these points, but I, I right, agree. But I think, I think for once I'm right. Um, I'm sorry for adopting a Latinx affectation. <laughs> Somehow that's worse than <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> Say what again? <laughs> what you just said. Just the word. How do you pronounce it? Is it what is it Latin X? Is that what you're supposed to say? That's what I thought it was, but you <laughs> said it sure. like it was. You said it like <laughs> like it was both like a, a a Mexican and homophobic slur. That's how you said it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I can't uh, go to that bar again. There's a bunch of Latinx in there. <laughs> Dad, you can't say that anymore. It's not 1968. Come on. Yeah. It's, I thought it was Latinx, but maybe I'm it, it, saying Latin X feels like you're saying the name of a of a straight to TV superhero movie. You know, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I don't know about that. Ugh, I'm sorry for any offense that I might have caused. I do it from a place of ignorance, not a place of malice. That's that should be the, that should be the subtitle of our show: The Crunch, <laughs> Ignorance, Not Malice. Not Malice. <laughs> don't write in. <laughs> so. Um, uh, before before we move on to our final question of the yeah, evening, we got one more question. Yeah. Can you can you believe that it's already been an entire two episodes for us this evening? What are you trying to say? Can you're you saying that time flies time, when you're having time fun? flies? Time flies. I sure hope it does because we're about to fly a lot. So I hope time yeah. flies I, on that can you, flight. My can I tell you my biggest fear about this this trip that we sit next to each other on the flight and we don't sleep. Well, yes. Because uh, the thing I'm potentially looking forward to the most is the sleep <laughs> on this trip. Um, but I'm worried, like, what if we, like, get on the plane and, like, we're sitting next to each other and we, like, run out of stuff to talk about and it's, like, weird. You know what I mean? It's been seven years. I think I think we're going to be fine. <laughs> yeah. Like, what if what if we it's like awkward and like one of us pulls out a microphone and then all of a sudden it's not awkward and then when we put it away it's like awkward again that's really funny we can only be friends when the when the mics are hot this is like it's like in it's like in community when people only listen to brita when she has a mustard on her face it's exactly like that i love that reference expertly executed thank you it's um i my my friend was worried about this when i was thinking about moving to oklahoma city he's like Will you guys like run out of stuff to talk about? And I was like, probably not. Yeah, probably not. It's just, yeah, it's like I wish you, I wish you would have moved here because like, I'm so, man. I'm so glad I didn't move there. Yeah, it's probably good for your family, but still. Yeah. Anyway, there's also houses my for skin. sale in the two hundreds, right over there. Missing out. Damn, that's I not bad. All right, it's um, it's really not bad. There's a there's literally a house that just sold for two fifteen, like thirty seconds away from here. That's crazy. Three bed, two bath. I'm gonna buy a second home in Oklahoma City. You should. Um, you guys can rent I'm, it out. I'm also worried. I'm gonna download a bunch of movies onto Emma's iPad, and um, <laughs> I'm like worried that you're gonna look over at like the wrong moment and be like, "What is my podcast co-host watching?" But it's just like that one scene in Watchmen. You know what I mean? So, no. Like, so there's this character in Watchmen where this guy turns into a big blue guy. 
and uh, he's just naked and blue, and they animate everything. And um, but he like does the Vietnam War. It's weird. We should watch it together. <laughs> hey, can okay. you can you can you switch seats to me? Oh, do you want to like sit next to your like wife or your fiance? No, no, I gotta. I got it. Well, kind of. I got to sit next to my podcast partner. He wants to show me this big blue naked guy. Yeah. It's it's a it's, thing. It's just Zach, just switch with Zach me. Snyder. It'll be fine. It's a Zack Snyder project. Yeah, and, it's so uh, it's really like high level. Like you really got to be fair. You have to be really high IQ to understand a Zack Snyder picture. Um, yeah. Anyway, right, sorry. We before we get to the, before we get to the last yeah. question, I want to hear. I want to share with you some results. Sure. Okay. Yeah. The first one comes from Miguel Alvarez. Ooh, uh, Miguel. responding. Hi, we just had a conversation about it. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> he wanted to resp- he, he had a he tried out the uh the the kissing during the sign of peace trick. And he did what? Uh, he did what? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Um Miguel's he said, I once had a girl kiss me on the cheek during the sign of peace. For Hispanics, it's typical you kiss your family on the cheek during the sign of peace. With this girl, mm. I asked her out, but she said we could still that. be friends. So she did the kiss on the cheek thing. Mm-hmm, he asked mm-hmm. her out, but she said we could still be friends. We went to mass the next day for an event. I was next to her, and after she gave her family the sign of peace, she turned to me and then, bam, <laughs> kiss on the cheek. She just she freaked out. Her. She freaked out and apologized, but I told her not to worry. And then two weeks later, she ghosted me. Well, that sucks. It's just the way of my people, man. You know, this is how they do it. I we just talked about this. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's malice. <laughs> Ryan, you should cut that out. Unless it's funny, then keep it in. <laughs> it's like that I'm, it's like that guy that goes around in a sombrero and a mustache and walks up to right. Mexican people. He's like, Is this offensive? Is this offensive? Like, no, like, no, no accent at all. No accent yeah. at all. It's like, is this offensive? And they're just like, No. no. What what do you Anyway? Um uh, That's that's tough. I will say then, that the kissing culture is weird in the Hispanics. I never know what to do. These never. Old women pull me close, and then I like feel their skin against my skin. And I'm like, this is a lot. But I'm glad that um, you're here. Yeah, so uh, this one comes from Anna. She said, I should know if she posted it anonymously, but this is a summary. She posted in here, and they read it on the podcast, a guy that she started dating that wasn't really open to religion at all. So, um, yeah, she started dating him, and he wasn't open to religion at all. And... Uh, she was like, what should I do? And we said, break up with him. And apparently she didn't. So what she said was, I would like to recommend everyone they take the doctor's advice like I should have done six months ago when he told me to break up with this guy. Rip. I'm telling you. I'm telling Sorry, you. Anna. We have we have wisdom. We have skill. We have ability. And people don't respect I, us. I love, I love the tenacity of Anna, who we will get to meet next week. So next so week excited. we will get to hear yeah. the whole story because she's going on the pilgrimage. But I love the uh, I love the tenacity of our listeners. To you say break up with this guy. She's sitting in her car listening to this podcast, and she goes, "No, no, no, no." He's too. I cute. will continue to date this guy that doesn't believe in God and refuses to in- to entertain religion at all. I will continue. And she Six and she continues later, and so she continues wrong. to listen to the podcast in in yes. in rebellion in a state of rebellion yeah. against the doctor. Right. But all she this was like the she was like the Zwingli of her day. She's in a Zugzwang. <laughs> she was in some kind of Zugzwang. All right, we got to read this last question because it's, right, it's, it's, it's getting time for it's me time. to be done. All right. 
this one's long so no hi i have a question <laughs> i started going to a catholic group a while back i met a guy we've been friends he started messaging me clearly looking for excuses to talk with me i was messaging nice. him for two weeks straight pretty nice. much whenever we weren't working i decided to ask him in person about it i was wondering if you thought of it as a friend thing or as more of a friend thing and he said mm. i haven't really thought about it <sighs> dude these guys, I can't miss. We can't help them. We can't help them. These guys, these guys, we gotta, we gotta get them off the streets. He eventually started to say that he was open to being more than friends, but I shut it down on a reflex and said, "Let's just say we're friends." Oh, you no. both, you both flubbed it. These women, we gotta get them off the streets. <laughs> this is too much. <laughs> I just said that about the guys. Don't you weren't. Listening. Oh, okay, sure, sure, yeah, don't sure, worry. sure. Um, <laughs> sorry, that just reminded me of something else. Uh. I, I, there was a, a, a cleaning service that I saw called uh-huh. two girls and a mop. Oh, and see, they're not from here, so they might not understand sure. what that first couple of words kind of implies, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in two internet girls, culture. But I, I told them be. not to, I didn't, I didn't yeah. tell them the, the, the context, but That's I was, I just kind of thought that was best. funny. Yeah, so I was reminded because we got to get these girls off the streets sounds a lot worse than we got. <laughs> okay, I did not even think of it in that way. I was just... Oops. I brought that up because anyway... My bad. Um, My bad, ladies. Women shouldn't be touching streets or mops, all right? That's just... Yeah. In inside. that moment, I thought it was dumb of him to say he hadn't thought about it when he was trying to make conversation with me. I don't know if I was being fair. I may have caught him off guard. I feel like I shouldn't have shut it down so quickly. I'm starting to regret it. That was about six weeks ago. We still talk pretty frequently. Okay, don't touch it. Like, hold on. Don't don't move. We well, we can help you. Don't touch it. They're still talking. There's a chance. Yeah. yeah. I don't know whether how to go to bring up the, bring this up again or I should let it go. Um. Oh oh, it's not it's not that long. Um, I'm not 100 percent sure how I feel about him. I don't think I will unless I go on an actual date. Also, he's the first Catholic guy I've really gotten to know in friendship. So maybe I'm just blown away by meeting someone who's actually Catholic. That I'm overthinking our friendship. We're both early 20s, have very little dating experience. Yes. Yeah. Just go guys, on a date. You guys both screwed up. Yeah. You guys. But both, that's okay. What, You're even. Here's, here's what you need to do. This is not a solution that we deploy regularly, but you need to send him this episode. And say, listen to the podcast at like 48 minutes or whatever it is. And then just say, just let him know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because then it's like he listens and he realizes, oh, she was just like stressed out because I was an idiot. And because he's probably thinking like, I didn't, I didn't take advantage of the time when I had the chance. And then she said that she didn't like me, but we're still talking. And now I kind of have lost my chance. And it would be awkward if I were to say something. So there's got to be a way for you to open the door back up. Because in his mind, he's a good Catholic man. I'm just going to give you a window in his mind. He's thinking, well, I want to respect her decision, right? Like, I don't Mm want to pressure Mm -hmm. her Mm -hmm. into doing something she doesn't want to do. She obviously just wants to be friends. I'm fine with just being friends. I'm not going to, you know what I mean? But in your mind, you're like, well, why isn't he asking me out? What's the deal? (laughs) It's like, well, because in his mind, the door's closed. He doesn't want to open it up because... He, he's he's, done. A, yeah. he's respectful, you know what I mean? Even though he mm-hmm. might want to. And so you got to figure out a way to get the door open. This podcast might be that way. Send him the link. Send him the timestamp. Say, Kyle, I'm here for you. I am waiting. Uh, or you could just say, hey, can we revisit that conversation from six weeks ago? Yeah, six weeks. And then, and then this is the key, right? Yeah. You can say, hey, let's revisit that conversation from six weeks ago. You get together. Hey, good to see you. Blah, 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 blah. So 
you said that you um, didn't really know, you know, like if you thought of us as more than friends or not. How do you feel about that now? Boom. So I can tell you You're one it? thing, and if he's listening to this episode, he knows yeah. it's true. If you think a girl likes you and you do not like them back, you make sure that you never look at her again. Yeah, you, you do not text never, her for, never for text. weeks on end. Yeah. Like if she texts you, you might say it. Like if she sends you a meme, you might go, ha, one, one ha. It's, she should know it's over. You know, no, it's like, no emojis. You, Guys, guys are bad at everything. They're good at one thing. They're really good at making sure a girl they don't like doesn't like them back. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so try to figure out a way, if there's a way that you can sort of open the door. So without... he's not, he's not doing that. That's what I'm saying. He's not doing right. that. Yes, he's yes, talking yes. to you. So he probably likes you because what yes. you just thought was, oh, he is avoiding me because he doesn't text me back right away. No, he's texting you. It's fine. You're, he probably yeah, likes he's you. He's fine. So. He probably likes you. So I think figure out a way we can get this. I mean, well, there's embers sitting here in the fire pit. We just got to stoke them a little bit, put some kindling back on, on them. And we're going to, and we're going to get, we're going to get a bellows and we're going to use it. And it's going to go. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you two are going to be a roaring flame of passion and, but not oh, yeah. too passionate, not too passionate. You know what I'm saying? Cause uh, then you're going to make out and then you're not going to talk to each other again. Well, not even, not even that. Like I'm not even worried about the people that make out. I'm worried about the people that like sit on the couch at the Newman center with their arms around each other. You know what I mean? Like get, mm. get don't do that. Like, come on. You both have cars. I'm just going to have cars. <laughs> I'm not kidding, but yeah, <laughs> uh, that's, that's the, my least favorite public display of affection it's just the mm. newman center kids and they're both wearing sweatshirts for some reason it's 800 degrees outside what are you doing just <laughs> stop both of you please anyway um you're doing yeah. great keep it up proud speaking of speaking of speaking of blowing on hot things my um the uh one of the words that leo has learned is the word mm -hmm. hot he now oh, knows good. he knows he knows high he knows hat he knows hot so he's running the gambit when it comes to vowels between H and T. Right. Um, yeah. And so uh, he, whenever he touches anything that is above or below room temperature, whether it's cold or hot, he goes, hot. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> but he knows the difference between hot and cold. And we know this because he'll touch something that's hot and he'll go, hot. <laughs> and he'll like oh, blow on that's it. That's nice. Yeah. The other day <laughs> he blows on it and try and cool it down. The other day he was walking in the kitchen and 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 Phoebe opened the oven and he goes <laughs> to try and cool down the oven. That's I'm like, you good. got it, buddy. You, you're gonna so get smart. it. He's so, He's so smart. smart. He's so it. smart. Today we we were uh, we played. Peter was dancing, so he was. I like, saw an Instagram video. So, yeah, right. So Emma like took a video of him like standing up on the mattress and kind of head banging, and she put music <laughs> over it. And then we like, I played the video later, like at dinner, I was watching the video and he heard the music and he started like kind of bobbing his head in time with the music. Yeah. And so I got out a speaker and I started playing the song Breach by R.L. Grime and Jules, which is like, it's a great trap song. But uh, like during the buildup, he was like getting more intense as the buildup was going in time with the music. And uh. he was like... He was, there was a point where he was kind of sitting in his chair and he was just kind of like, like flexing his chest a bit and like doing like a, like not the full baby back and forth, but just kind of like, 
vibing. He's, you know what I mean? He's, your, he's your son. It was crazy. I honestly, I was so proud. I've never been more proud. He climbed up four steps today on his own. I'm more uh-huh. proud of him vibing to RL Grime than I am of him like ambulating up the stairs. It's <laughs> it's amazing. There's nothing awesome. like it. Yeah, That's it's so, so cool. cool. Yeah, he's getting so. he's getting so big. I know he's a big kid. He's not a little bean anymore. He's like oh, a big bean. Oh yes, he's getting long and he's 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 in puberty. <laughs> he's got got to hack through all that armpit hair he's got. I know these this, these lesbian babies are just too much. <laughs> <laughs> these Parisian babies. Anyway, that's we really do just back to back. It's a lot of anyway. Uh, this has been a podcast, and if you like this show, we do a third podcast every week. It comes out on Friday, patreon.com slash the crunch. So if you're about to enter into this drought of episodes and you're like, Ethan and Patrick aren't uploading for a couple weeks, what do I do? We have about 40 hours of bonus content on Patreon, patreon.com slash the crunch. If you subscribe at $10 a month or more, maybe you want to do 20, maybe you want to do mm-hmm. 50. I don't know mm-hmm. what you're up to. Um, but if you go at $10 a month, you will get access to 40 hours of bonus content between me and Patrick. Those are, you can all, you can download all of them and then you can unsubscribe. Like you can just kind of sign up for a month and then leave for all we care. Like they're, they're up for you to have, but they're there. there. So you, if you are feeling maybe the, the sadness, if you're feeling maybe the absence, we're there. You can find us on Patreon. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, check that out. Um, are you bringing recording equipment on the pilgrimage? Uh, we gotta we gotta have a phone call. Mm. I don't know. I don't know either. I haven't what decided. A, the yet. um, you're bringing your laptop. Yeah. How much? How big is the box and the wires? The box and the wires. They're pretty big. Yeah. It's it might a, also not, be a bear. It's not an insignificant amount of space. Yeah, might not be worth it. Well, let's let's chat. We'll talk about it. We'll talk. We'll about figure it. it out. Yeah, yeah. It'll buff. Um, we bring the whole thing and we put each piece in an individual person's carry on, <laughs> like we have everyone line up and we yeah, put we it. Sp- we spread it out. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Uh, you gotta ask me if I have anything else for the people. Ethan, do you have anything else for the people? Subscribe to Patreon. Like, it's a good idea. You know. What I'm saying? All right. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Please pray for us. We'll be praying for you. We'll see you all next week. see you all on on band.video or rumble apparently because we're gonna get kicked off of youtube for that one i think to me it's the same as doing like a french accent you know what i mean it's like you know it's like the same thing it's just silly it's just we see more mexicans so people feel like it's bad but the accent (laughs) is still cool i can still use it it's fine every mexican that i know is going to be fine with it namely my wife and my mother-in-law and my son right right (laughs) it's crazy that your son's mexican and you're not (laughs) <laughs> he's gonna check that box his teacher's gonna look at him like what are you talking about what are you doing you're like a, you're italian what do you mean? you're wearing a gold <laughs> chain and a tracksuit, and you're in third grade what's happening yeah, like chest hair and he's like hey i'm crawling here all right hey. we've Can done too many it? bits post podcast